0: Guess who's back? You're now listening to Unapologetic, the podcast. With your two hosts, Dre and Reg. Discussing any and everything unfiltered. Unfiltered. Unfiltered.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic, the podcast. Got your two hosts, Dre and Reg. We have two lovely young women with us today. We have Cece from... Come and Talk to Me, the podcast, right?
2: Yes, yes,
1: Come yes. and Talk to Me podcast. Um, she had a, she's had me a, as a guest on twice, and actually me and Dre was on last week, and this last episode, actually, I liked it. I listened to it, actually. While I was working out earlier. Um, That version of uh, Come and Talk to Me, you got playing. I don't... Is, is that a uh, revised... That
2: is um, an original cover by a guy here who is an up-and-coming R&B singer here in Cleveland. Okay. His name is B. Landrum. So he did, I did a cover. You know I could, come on now, you know the rules.
1: You know the rules just like I do. I couldn't Well, no, 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 so, so far as in the, um, as, you know, Spotify and Apple, I don't know how the music part of it plays, where, whether you can play copyrighted music or not. I know on YouTube, they will uh, either block it or put, um or block in a certain area. So I was listening to, I was like, I ain't heard his version before. I was like, I, I need to go find this.
2: He sounds good. He sounds good. But no, it's a cover. It's just a guy, an amateur, singing it. That's what wow. it is. So that's okay. how I got away with that. I got around that. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. And we have her sister, Bree.
3: Hey.
1: How you doing, man?
3: I'm good. How are you guys?
1: No. I'm good. I got me a drink. Um, <laughs> Back podcasting on Wednesday, you, you know, doing? um feeling good i'm in a good space yeah. but I'm, I'm happy good. to have you two uh ladies on to talk talk to us this week um it's kind of kind of follow up from our episode last week that we had mm-hmm. it was just guy talk so uh we want to have ladies on yep
2: we enjoyed you guys last week that oh, was, that was a very good it. Mm-hmm. you know it was more than just a, a you know like mm-hmm. recording for a show it was a good conversation
1: okay. But yeah, before-
3: talking, You uh, asked about us coming on this week. I'm like, oh, I'm about to be famous. Let me let me watch out. This must be happening. <laughs> okay.
1: All right, <laughs> but but uh, before I get into Dre and ask him how you're doing, see, see, let me get you to plug your um, your, your your podcast, your whole network, your your social medias, all that good stuff.
2: Yes, well, thank you for that. So I am the host of the Come and Talk to Me podcast, which airs Saturday morning, every Saturday morning. And um my podcast just basically covers anything dealing with society, relationships. Um I always say that I cater to the 40 and over audience, but really since since this thing has started, everybody has jumped on board. So and I'm loving it. But it's the Come and Talk to Me podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find Drea Ridge, you can find me too. And my handle on Instagram is come and talk to Cece. Mm-hmm. And that's no underscores, no spaces, anything. Come and talk to CC on Instagram.
1: Cece, spell it out for us.
2: C-E-E-C-E-E.
1: Okay. Because, you know, you can't have two C's. Um, Anchor. We're not on Anchor.
2: You're not on Anchor. And we're
1: not on Google. We, we got to, um we got to, we got um, to, it, it's, it's, it's work we have to do. We still, we still, we still yeah. building, but.
2: But I think you're probably not on anchor because you're on YouTube. Like, I think it's either or. Like, you really, being, I okay. think. You know, you know I'm younger on this than you are. So,
1: no, right, No, I don't know. But we'll, 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 we'll figure out. We gonna, we gonna, we, we, we gonna expand. Dre. Hey dog. My God, talk to me.
0: Man, what's up with it, man?
1: No, man, it, like, it feel like, feel like we ain't talked each other in, in forever. I know, man, alone, man.
0: I wild and crazy weekend, came in, in Atlanta, man, messing around with, with, with my homeboys from back at the crib, man. We all got together, like 11 of us got together, man. And it was nuts, man. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. I'm still recovering and feel like I'm mad at them boys. I don't even want to talk to them because they let me They let me get out of hand with all that drinking and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: that's the good weekend. When you still recovering halfway through the next week, man, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good weekend. We
0: were, let me not – let me not – Think this is not this is not in any way, shape, or form any type of alcohol. I promise you that.
1: But hey, the weekend it probably it probably showed you that you ain't twenty two year old Dre no more. <laughs>
0: and look, it showed me quick fast, in a hurry, man. The bounce back that I used to have is over. It's over. <laughs> okay, hey part of it, young guy. Other than that, man, I'm straight, man. You know, midweek, dog. Two more days before the weekend hit, man. And, you know, I don't got no plans this weekend. Just just cooling out right now. You know, working, doing hey. what. What I do at the job, man. What about you? What's going on?
1: Well, as you know, I'm still out here in Alabama. Got mm-hmm. another week and a half till I get back to Georgia. I can't wait. Um, I don't like this hotel life, y'all.
0: You ready to get back to Disgusta?
1: <laughs> I I do not like this hotel life. It's, this is I don't know. This ain't it. Ain't it,
0: ain't it though? Uh,
1: and, and you know, I'm the type of person that um once you know when I leave and go somewhere four or five days in, i'm ready to come back home anyway i'm ready to get back to my bed i miss everything um and just i don't know food food wise is terrible because i've been you know i hate well i'm not gonna say i hate eating now i just i feel like i'm just spending too much money eating out so i went and bought a damn foreman grill the other day um gave me some, <laughs> gave me some chicken breast i woke up and you know this is uh it's like an extended stay. So, you know, the kitchen's over here, the beds over here, bathrooms in there. But I woke up and the whole room smelled like chicken breasts and shit, even though I had candles birds. So I'm like, damn, how can I get this fucking smell out of here? Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man, I'm just, I, maybe I'm just aggravated and irritated all the way around. It's just, it's yeah. split over and, you know, to different aspects of, of everything that's going on. Um, other than that, I'm good though. I'm great. But um, Bree, this is what I did forget. You got anything you want to plug?
3: I don't. I don't. I Not just even social media.
1: You don't want it, you don't want people to no new followers, nothing.
3: I'm cool. I don't do social media for the number of followers. I just really okay. use it to connect with family and friends. So, but I do want to back my sister in saying, uh, yes, the Come and Talk to Me podcast. Listen to that, please. especially last week's episode. If you would like a um good introduction <laughs> to, to our thoughts and uh our personalities, that's a very good episode to listen to.
1: Yes, I, do it, do it. And, and I'm not just saying that because the unapologetic boys was on. you on there. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. I really did. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoy it. Yeah, I did too. I've gotten
2: a lot of good feedback from it too.
1: That's great. Sorry. That's great. I like that. I like good. that. That's good. But um, So I do, I want to start this episode off with asking y'all this question because this is a question me and Dre have been asking for about three or four weeks and we we haven't really got an answer. Why is submission earned but chivalry and being a provider is expected.
3: Hmm. That's a good one. I, 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 When I heard that on the last episode, I was like, oh, that's a good one. And I immediately started answering the question in my mind as I was okay. listening to it. I don't necessarily think, well, I won't say I don't think it's expected. Because in society, overall, it is. But for me and my experiences... For one, I think submission is something that comes a little further along than chivalry. Chivalry is more so manners. Like th- that's something you introduce to somebody when you first meet them, in my opinion, to okay. a certain extent. Okay. Submission is something I think is considered to be earned because you don't necessarily feel like you need to submit to someone until you're committed to them. Okay. And at that point, if you're not seeing the chivalry and the other things that you look for, then you probably won't be submissive. But For me personally, I also feel like if I see those things in you right away, you're going to immediately know or understand where I'm coming from and how, how I would behave in a relationship in order to give you a glimpse of like what submission could look like. But I think overall, it's just that you need to see a little something first before you feel that dedicated.
1: So do you think your, your, your dad had earned submission from your mom?
3: Yeah.
1: Really? I, well, well let, let
3: me start but by saying range, they were, i think
1: when was some more submissive from jump
3: they have they met each other when they were 10 mm. and they have been okay. together they grew up together and they literally have been together probably since they were allowed to have a relationship mm-hmm. so i think that it probably back then relationships started way faster than they do now so at the point that there was chivalry that was probably also submission because it was kind of just known like you're who i'm with and this is just what we're going to do there is no talking stage and you're not going to maybe ghost me for two months waste time then come back and start over so i think that all plays a part of it too
1: and you said uh y'all said 48 years right
2: 48 years In February,
3: uh, it was 48 years,
1: yes. Jesus, uh, so that is <laughs> That's 70,
0: 1970, maybe 73. 73? Yeah, somewhere. 73.
3: somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man, that is crazy. Shout out to y'all. Parents. Crazy. Yes. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. y'all you. might I love be crazy oh. for that one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and listen, my father, hey, somebody. My my father always says um when he met my mother, she was cleaning up the house because he was my uncle's best friend and so he came over there with him and you know it, it's 10 of them so he met her she was cleaning up the house she was a little young 10 year old girl he was almost 12 then he was almost 12 right yeah and uh, so just I don't know that i never even thought about it like this but he saw her already in that role of in being submissive, role. Yeah. submissive yeah you know what I mean I you know just that is somewhat of a connection and I, I never thought about that until you just asked this question
1: hmm
2: But I do want to answer the question um, for myself. Uh, You said, why is submission, submission must be earned, but chivalry is expected. Yes. So what I kind of want to say to that is, I I think that's very interesting that it's so vocal now. And I think that's the difference. I think women are more vocal about it as opposed to years ago. And, And when I say years ago, I could even mean early 90s. Women are a lot more vocal about it. And I think that's one of the differences, but I have to say this. I was married for 14 years and I've been divorced for seven. Okay. And when I kind of got back out here in the game or whatever, I was shocked that the word submissive was being thrown around the way it was because I, I didn't know that, I guess I didn't recognize that it was a difference in just being a good person woman or being a good girlfriend or a good wife. And so, you know, when I heard women, and of course, you know, social media just blew everything up. So when I heard women talk about being submissive and and on um on social media seeing how you know people say submission must be earned and I'm not going to submit, I honestly had to say to myself, oh that's a thing. Because I was like, I, you know, I did those things. And I thought that was just what you do
1: naturally, because that's something you saw growing up in the household.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I honestly don't think men used to take advantage of that as much before it, it was so vocal, before women became so vocal about it. Then all of a sudden, it's almost kind of like a standoff. Like you're gonna be submissive? No, I'm not gonna be submissive until you do that. Well, I'm not gonna do this till you do that. And I'm not it's like a like almost like a tug of war back yeah. and forth.
1: Yeah, you gotta but show before,
2: me. Before it was discussed, it was it just happened. It
3: I think was it was on both ends. Yeah. 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 I don't think yeah, of either so, so, we're expecting.
1: Right. And so if the man had that from you necessary, I guess from the uh beginning, I think me and Dre kind of said this probably last week and the week before. Um it was his job to keep it. He had it, but it, it was his job to keep it. So, look, you got my submission or whatever else. My respect, as you know, as you being the king or the man of his household, not—not um, not necessarily saying you have to earn it, but you have to keep it. It's your job to keep it.
2: Yeah, listen, and that's what I mean. But I didn't know that was a thing. Right. Okay. Uh, so, like me being out here dating again, I, you know. I don't know. I just always, and even I, I'm not even going to say that again. How about when I was married? You know, I hear women now talk about, you know, when they're mad at their husbands, they won't cook for them and they won't do this. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I'm, and I'm being completely, completely transparent. And I'm like, I don't think my mother ever just did not cook for my father no he might not have made his plate that cutting him out while she
0: was cooking right
2: because we're, we're also from listen I'm going to tell you how we were raised we brought our father his plate okay I mean, to this day we still bring him his plate so, no, so even doing didn't, that didn't over while they eating dinner <laughs> yeah while they eating dinner he's just like hey bring my plate you know of course one of us will bring it but the thing is even that when when in doing that I do realize that some women would look down on us, like i ain't gonna be doing, and it's just like, what? This is just not. I didn't know that was a thing, and I, I just have to keep saying, I didn't know that was a thing because this is how I was raised. But I little 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 things like that. It's just like, if it's not acknowledged, if it's not spoken about, then, or if it's not spoken about in society. It's not a big deal, but now all of a sudden society mm-hmm. got a hold to it, and let me add, social media got a hold to it, and now it's mm-hmm. bad. Now it's like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so you know, some parts of social media that that is a a a topic of, of discussion too. Um, who gets the plate first? If if your dad comes to visit your house, your your husband or your dad, or oh, what's wrong with these women fixing these men's plates? That, that's, that's
3: like... why I don't add in that conversation uh, yeah because we would get talked about like some punks because okay. even when we have family functions I'm pretty I didn't fix a few cousins plates before like they I... just expect mm-hmm. it to happen and we just like whatever we might not want to do it but it's just like whatever they gonna talk about us if we don't so <laughs>
2: do I was it. just about to say that and it's just like and it's like that's my I, we have several aunts we have a lot of like our family we can't we come from a family that people got married in the family okay. that's just you know and it, and we're from a huge family and so we were almost i hate to say trained that makes it sound so bad but mm-hmm. we were almost we were reared to that's what we do like the men are in there watching football hey what you want grains mashed potatoes ch- okay okay no he don't want no ribs like that that's just what we did
1: mm, imagine but, that these like, days
2: but but guess what (laughs) guess what what you say
1: i (laughs) said imagine that these days yeah Yeah,
2: but we while we did that at the same time we never had to want for anything as far as like protection like nobody ever we we were Mm -hmm. we call our uncles you know like our my father our uncles our cousins it's like people knew that we had this fence around us so we were protected if Mm -hmm. i had a flat tire all i gotta do they say, "Hey, I got a flat tire. I may have just made their plates, but all I got to do is say I got a flat tire. Somebody out there fixing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it was just yeah. reciprocity,
1: I guess." That's supposed to be like that. So, Jay, let me ask you this question, and I'm I'm not even getting off topic. Jay, who gets who gets the uh, plate in your house? <laughs> you, hey, your now. dad. Your, your, your dad. Your dad come to visit. It's Thanksgiving. Who who get that first plate? Who gets the first plate?
0: Who, who me the and my
1: first dad? Plate? In in your house? Me? <laughs> You're the king of the house, right? Hey, dog. Yeah.
0: You're... <laughs> no, really? <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, Yeah, so you know what? If So if, I'm going to talk with my stepdad. If my stepdad up in there, if my stepdad in there, then my mom going to be up in there. And my mom mm-hmm. going to get up, she going to make sure that his plate is taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know? Regardless, she going to make sure he's taken care of. Yeah. uh yeah, so, but if it, if it was that type of setting, yeah, it's going down, bro. Bring my jump further bro. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh-uh, his, 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 chicken, his chicken leg a little bigger than mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for everybody. Dude. You might Hold want a smart that. place. You might want a smart place. Dad, I got you. Okay. On, that,
0: that don't even look like yours. That don't even look like yours. look like mine, for
2: real. <laughs> have you all heard the question that they also have floating around about, um, it should a woman make the plate for her husband first or the kids? Who should get fed first? Have you all heard that question? And if you have or haven't, what was? How do you all respond to that? That's
1: a, that's a
0: good question. Um, you know what? For, well, for me, for me, I probably if 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 it comes down to my woman cooking and doing her thing, that I'm probably going to, you know, be the one to go up in there with the baby for the babies and say, all right, let's let me let me get make sure my
1: babies. Eat
0: first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all. there.
1: I said, I second I second that whoever, whoever place she brings first, you know, if she was, just, if she just so happened to bring mine, I, I would ask, hey, get the kids eating. Or if she gave them theirs first, I'm not I'm not gonna make a fuss either way or go. Good yeah. answer. But I always uh, say to me, that's
2: the answer to that question.
1: Long as it's enough to eat. If if there ain't enough to go around, (laughs) I got to make sure they got their plate first. Then we got to make sure they got their plate first. Long as ain't enough to go around. So here's something I want to throw in there because I saw this today. And um, um, love versus loyalty. Okay. What what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Which one? how, How would you rank them?
3: Oh, I think that loyalty is first.
1: Okay. Loyalty
3: is more important than love. Because to me, loyalty is bundled with so many other things. That's respect. You obviously care about me if you're being loyal to me. And if you have those two things, those three things for me, then later you'll there will be love. But I think. I would rather have somebody be loyal to me than to immediately just be in love with me.
1: Okay.
2: See, I think this may be where we differ, uh-uh. because I think I may I like differing. Yeah, I might, I might say uh, love first. Okay. It is. I think it's because number one, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I just, you know, um, I would say because when you when you say loyalty. I'm assuming that you mean um being committed and not only being with that person. Is that what you mean? Being monogamous. That's not what I what you when mean I think it when I asked, yeah, I think yeah, maybe I need the definition of what you consider loyalty. Reggie. Me or Reggie? Reggie what what does he, what do you consider loyalty?
1: So I'm gonna read this little piece that I that I saw that made me ask this question. <clears throat> It said, love is, a, love is an attachment that comes from the heart and soul. Loyalty comes from the mind and how you show it. Loyalty can be broken easier than unconditional love. But also, love is an attachment that is just a feeling. If you're spending too much time with somebody, whether it's man or woman, um, and I agree with this part. As the, the more time you spend with somebody or something, you're gonna to learn to love it, right? Mm-hmm. So the higher chances that you end up growing, you know, showing love for or having love for, it, you're gonna love it. Um, but uh, that don't necessarily mean that you're gonna be loyal to it, uh-huh. right? Being loyal to someone means having their best interests at heart, no matter what.
2: that's what love means too I think loving someone you could have their best interest at heart as well I guess but but I will say this your definition is a little bit different than what I was thinking when I was thinking loyalty I guess I was thinking um you know um just being monogamous being with that one person but I don't know that's a tough one that's a tough one because I'm not sure if I would want loyalty
3: without love I want that love as loyalty being a behavior and and love is is acted out at a certain point but and this could very well be from my experiences I feel like I've had a lot of heartbreak and most of it has been because someone has not been loyal to me meanwhile I'm like the biggest nun in loyalty ever and so I I feel like loyalty is like you're you have my best interest at heart and you're acting like it you can love me all you want, but that's not going to stop you from doing something that's hurtful to
1: me.
3: Man, I think loyalty does.
1: So that's why I was going to go. That. That's why I was going to ask you. Yeah. As far as in the, the the loyal part, like oh, I because, I mean, yeah, you can love somebody and still fuck around or do something, and they always say it's it's always people that love you that hurt you the most. Yep.
0: Yep. So, yeah. so there you go. go ahead,
1: no. Go ahead. Okay. No, I was going. I was going to th- throw it to you.
0: Oh yeah. So uh, were you were you clear? Were we clear? Or were we talking about strictly relationship when it came down to the question? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what everybody rolled with. But I'm just. Well, I'm
1: just yeah, thinking. yeah, yeah. So, so I guess you because I guess we can group everything into a relationship aspect. Just like me and you have a relationship, and yeah, I, I and I love you, and you know I got loyalty to you. Yeah. That's but but it's different okay. though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's yeah. Different. Yeah. All right. So, so now so, let's let's talk man and woman then yeah
0: man and woman okay mm-hmm. yeah so I'm I'm gonna go with what Bree said man you know and, and we all know everybody on here might know uh, not just man I think I think it might be more so on men than women but we both know men and women that might have that special someone or um a special friend yeah well no what well what not even, look, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that special friend. Or uh, y'all might not even be friends no more. But at the end of the day, you still love that person. You know what I'm saying? You might love the hell out of that person. But mm. you might not be friends with that person right now because or y'all might not be friends ever again because they were disloyal. Mm. But they did something that 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 showed that they couldn't be trusted. It don't necessarily mean I know some people might say, hey, well, if you love me, you won't do this. No, that's bullshit. Because at the end of the day. Nothing is perfect, love included. Love isn't perfect. There's no such thing, in my opinion. So, with that being said, it's like shit. Human equals error, in my mind. Right? I'm not. I'm not giving that ain't nobody no pass. I'm just saying humans equal error. So, you got some people out here that 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 may very well love you, but they might not be able to get their shit together. It's not okay. It don't mean they don't love you. It just mean they got issues within themselves. That's just the way I look at it. You it know, it's fucked up, Very but don't, it don't mean that they don't love you. At the end of the day, if it, it, we it even even that's why I ask on the other side of it, like our parents or our our, our cousins or whatever the case may be. You know, you talk about love and loyalty. Automatically, you know, people that you don't grew up in the sandbox, they love you. They love you to death. You know what I mean? They do. Some them. however, what it come down to is sometimes people. They grow apart, or some people have different motives, or people, excuse me, growing to who they are, and something that they got going on or what they want to do may cause them to, to, to make a, a unloyal or disloyal uh, move. Now, again, not saying it's okay, but it happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, okay. people grow differently, people think differently. So I'm gonna take the loyalty for sure. Keep it one one thousand with me. And I, that, and I get
2: that. I think. I was definitely thinking of it when you, when you posed the question, I was definitely thinking of of it in terms of a relationship.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And I guess I just, I could not see myself being in a relationship forever with someone who was loyal and they tell me I ain't going nowhere, but they don't love me. If I don't feel, you know, if I don't feel
3: loved, but then again, that makes, I don't think it's either or though. I think it's just, which one is most important. You can have yeah. both.
1: Yeah. Not either, either. Because if, if I, I guess if you guys are with each other long enough and in each other's face long enough, y'all gonna love each other some at some way or another. You just Lord, you just you just can't coexist with somebody and not uh right. grow some kind of love for them. Yeah.
3: I mean it's a form of respect, so you know it is going to prevent you again. The best way I can think of it is is going to prevent you from doing some hurtful things mm-hmm. and and if you don't have that you you love me you love me you love me but you're not loyal to me so that means you you think you could go out and do whatever else you want to do that's not going to work for me like that's not going to work. I do love
1: you I do love you the, that that dynamic uh because it's different than how I guess we saw it and you being a hopeless romantic Dri- drives and fuels that for, for you to say love first. I mean, which is not a wrong answer.
0: Hell no. At all.
1: At all. Um,
0: I said loyalty, you know what, I'll I, I go even further. I said I said loyalty over love because in my past experiences and dealing with, with, with folks or whatever, I thought that, well, hell, as long as I love you, I can do what the hell I want to do. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Oh,
2: that's and, mm. and I quit.
0: And I had to learn, you know, hard head makes soft ass. Mm. I, I had to learn, and and you know what I say, Reg. One thing about it, you talk to the walls when you're by yourself. You could you could have an alligator mouth, but you really got a hummingbird ass when you're in the house by yourself. You're talking to the walls. The walls don't talk back, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always say that the walls don't right. talk back. So, so I had to learn. and I'm still learning, you know, to this day to understand that that you know. It it's it's that loyalty is, is for for me and the type of person I am. I guess through my loyalty, I guess through my loyalty, I'm gonna show love. Like I guess Bree, Bree was saying, like it kind of mm-hmm. it's gonna come come all together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's how that's how I am. That's why I say loyalty because at the end of the day, I, I've I've had people that have loved me. You know what I mean? And I know they love me, or pe or people that have, but they've been loyal and I okay. love them, but I wasn't necessarily always loyal to them. Okay. End, I got at, at the end. I burned my, I got burned. I burned myself.
1: Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. So here's That's another question. I'm... My bad. Here's another question. Which one do y'all think is easier to 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 show loyalty or love, or to express? Show or express?
3: Mm. I I don't find either of them difficult. Um, but from past experiences with men. I think that loyalty has been more difficult to express on the male's part. Okay. And and it gives me the thought of like, for fear of seeming like like a simp or a sucker, like mm. you, you want me to think there's something mm. else going on, and there's not, and you feel mm-hmm. like you know you're being loyal, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't necessarily express that.
0: Okay, <laughs> I got.
3: I think I've
2: had the opposite. I think I've had the opposite experience.
1: Okay. Okay. Tell us more. Tell us more. Please.
2: I've had the experience where I feel like the loyalty is there. Um, Okay. But I I haven't felt loved. Mm.
1: Let me stop you real quick before you continue on. Is it because you wasn't being loved the way you want to be loved or they just was showing they were showing you love but maybe it wasn't the love that you would to be shown.
2: And, and you might be right with that it you know i'm not sure everybody has heard about the love languages you may be correct within saying that like i don't i didn't feel like i was received i did i was not being shown love the way i receive love so yeah definitely that i mean and i could definitely say that i have had some issues with the loyalty but for the most part
3: the loyalty was there, for okay. my definition of loyalty is, okay. you know, and that could also be what is influencing your answer because loyalty has not necessarily ever been a problem for you, right? So you right. can't imagine I'm not yeah. having it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'll talk about it, now. I'll, I'll say it was e- again. It was easier for me. It was it's easier for me to the the show the love, I guess, and and versus uh the loyalty part was hard and I and I mm. attribute it to I it to we're gonna just talk about about uh you know women and being around women. Hold, the, on, Lord. Dre. Uh, Hold on
1: Dre, Hold on Drake. Listen unapologetic. This is grown man talk right now.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah straight yeah, talk. Go ahead Dre. go ahead Dre. Just, straight, just straight no chase. So we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about you know the, the man side of it or I would attribute it to, you know, you know who I am, who, who I became because of my upbringing. And, and at one time, my upbringing was, "Hey, you can have as many women as you want," because at the end of the day, you are who you are. It's one of you, and it's a, it's, it's one of you, and it's a million to them. And that's so. I had to unlearn that shit. You understand? what I'm saying I really had to unlearn that shit. And now, in my age, now, now I'm understanding. Now, like, boy, that ain't it, boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So, so the loyalty the loyalty part then was definitely now, now. So like I'm loyal to the, I'm loyal to the court now. Cause at the end of the day, I understand what, I understand what me, I understand who, okay. I understand who I am and I understand what I bring to a person. So if I know, if I show this person loyalty, shit, man, it's got a motherfucking limit, man. You know what I mean? For us, you know? So, so the loyalty is important now. It's so important. But it, at one time it was the hardest shit ever. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Girls from wall to wall, Chris Brown said,
1: wall, to wall. <laughs> So, so you building off of loyalty? You building that love off of loyalty, basically. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Not now, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, being you know being mid 30s and shit. Now, like it's like that that the love, like you said again, the love gonna be there, man. You know what I'm saying? The love is going to be there if, if because if if as a man, if I show if I, I believe, if I show you loyalty, in in part, it's like a, a slinky. Okay. If I show you loyalty, in part, you're gonna show me that love. You're gonna show me that love. So in, in turn, you show me that love. I'm giving you that loyalty, but shit, I got to throw it back your way. I got to. If I'm a if I'm a man, if I'm a real man, I got to. I got to throw it back in your part. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. If, I hope that makes sense. Pointing into each other. Got you. Or, yep. Long story short, pointing to each other. Got you, got you, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let, let's. I'm gonna try to get into some toxic traits real quick. Toxicity, oh lord. <laughs> Here
2: we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is just all off, off any. This ain't even got nothing to do with. I guess what we were gonna talk about. But so as as women, have y'all messed up relationships? Whether you have <laughs> cheated or just done something far as in started an argument or took something the wrong way and and actually messed up the relationship to where it wasn't, you know, I guess repairable. Mm. Or or has it always been the man's fault?
3: Mm. It's definitely, it definitely has not always been. I've never made, at least I've never been told I've made things unrepairable. And I say that because they always try to come back. But I have definitely contributed to issues that have led to the demise of a relationship and it hasn't even been no trash cheating or anything it's more so toxic traits that i didn't know were toxic
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. I, i second that i definitely i've never cheated on anyone um but i definitely know there are some traits that i have had that i didn't know until later like hmm Like even when I say later, I mean like now, more recently that I've learned about myself that I'm like, Hmm, that wasn't right either. But like Bree said, I've never, no one has ever told me
3: that (laughs) they had a problem with me. I've been told that there was a problem with me, but I didn't see it as a problem. So I thought they was tripping. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but
3: being later, I'm like, yeah, I might have been polluting the air with that one a little bit. Like, that might not have been right.
1: So, okay. okay. So, um, well, I'm not even going to ask y'all to, to tell us what these some of these toxic traits are. <laughs> oh,
3: why not? Let's talk about it. Well, you
2: know what? I can start with mine right away. What we said earlier, you asked us about um, those roles. I, me going into my marriage thinking like, okay, so when you going to do this? Cause that's what my dad did. Like having those ex- expectations, mm. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I've always said this, you know, we, we always have this discussion in our community about how it's difficult for a man to date a woman and marry a woman who has daddy issue issues because she didn't know her dad or never met her dad. I'm going to tell you what's worse for some of these men. Dating a woman that did know her father, that has her father in her life. and he, mm-hmm. Her father was a good man. That's worse for some of these men because now I have an expectation. Now, I don't know what it feels like to not have an expectation at all and to be lost and to be wondering, be looking for my father. I don't know that. I have an expectation
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I know what that looks like. I know what, it, what, a, what a working marriage looks like. I know how that looks. So now I'm up here. So if you okay. down here and it's like, so when you, when you going to get up here, because that's how this yeah. goes. All right. So that's almost a bigger threat to some, if, if, I mean, depending on what type of man you are, a bigger threat is, is dealing with a woman that had or, and has a good father, you know, in her life.
1: So I can agree. And actually uh, this is good for me and Dre, but and Dre hasn't got there yet because his, his daughter isn't, isn't of age, but, um, I actually had to tell my daughter, um, you know, however you feel about me, don't look for me and any other man. You know, because uh they there's only one me. And and I'm gonna love her regardless of what she does. I mm. think could go out and kill somebody tomorrow. Right, and, and and that's gonna be my baby forever. I'm gonna love her unconditionally she can go she can kill somebody and say hey dad um i just killed somebody where you at right and daddy going to help try to help her and fix that ain't no other man gonna do that it might be another man go it might be another man to do that but it depends on who she kills because it could have been someone that he's close to or he know you know what i'm saying
2: what you need to do is you need to tell her that you need to tell her ain't no other man gonna do that Cause
1: see, we grow right. up not knowing that. And 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 I guess and Drake can kind of speak to that too, cause he'll 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 be there sooner or later. But yeah, there ain't gonna be no other Reggie or there ain't gonna be no other Dre in his daughter's in his daughter's life. Yeah, well I tell my daughter that now. I, mm-hmm. I,
0: I I I put that in her now. She understand now. Like at the end of the day, like ain't, ain't nobody ain't nobody gonna gonna treat you like how I treat you, do the things that I do with you, or listen to you. And with 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 no without wanting something in return, I'm never gonna want anything in return, ever. I'm never gonna want anything in return. Right. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So so and, and I and I I let her know that like I'm, I'm I do this because this is something that I want to do. This is something as your daddy. That's that's what I'm going to do. This is who I am. So yeah, this how we rock it. Mm-hmm. I can't say that for the next person. I can't say that for the next.
1: Mm-hmm. I can, no, I can't, she turns
0: eight. She turns eight tomorrow. So you know what I mean. But I still, Aww. even now, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I still let her know, like, no. Nah,
1: There's no hidden agendas.
0: Yeah, it's me and you, kill.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, Bree, what, what toxic traits do you have?
3: Yeah. Um. I can't speak in the present tense because I actually have dedicated a lot of time recently from my last relationship to ridding myself of the most recent toxic traits that I have been known to have, but I'm going to take it from the top. In my early twenties, I have now realized that um, early, really all of my twenties for real, I, I, and this isn't going to sound toxic at first, but I loved people that I had no business loving. And I poured into people that I had no business pouring into. And because I was doing that, I had expectations of them. And I I was hard with them expectations. Like I love very hard. I'm a, we are both Leos. So not in not meeting those expectations. I also was silent when you didn't meet my expectations. So I may not have said anything up front, but after a while, my behavior would cold turkey change on me. And, and I. I thought, well, I'm just doing, that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're, you're, I should expect things from you because you're a man and I'm doing these things. So why aren't you doing this? And okay, you're not going to do it. Well, I'm just stay here for as long as I want to. And then when I'm ready to go, I'm gonna get up and walk away. Mm. And so I recognized that from a previous long-term, very toxic situationship. And then recently it's kind of the same thing, but a different version. I, um, I ignore the hell out of red flags. We'll paint them a different color and like, oh, that's not red. That's like a fuchsia. That's you know, it's not. I will ignore the hell out of some red flags and then later be sitting somewhere looking dumb as hell. Like, bitch, what? Like, and and my patience is is long and you know plentiful at the beginning and it just wears down, wears down until then something has to come out that shouldn't have. So, yeah. Okay. Them red flags
2: to get you, boy. Yeah, see, yeah, I you, and I used to do that, but now that's and I, that's oh man.
1: Dre, Dre red, light, like, that, what happened when you run a red light? What's that, bro? What happened when you run a red light?
0: Oh, oh, that shit! Your motherfucking album, crazy. T-bone. Goddamn T-bone.
1: Yeah, you can't. You can't ignore the reds, the red flags. But.
3: Yeah, man, I used to ignore that, like literally be blind to red flags.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think my problem now is that I see, the, I could just see the tip of the red flag and I'm like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I, I don't i do not need this. And I, I don't know, that's not always good either.
1: Yeah, but it's hard to balance. It's hard to balance, it's hard to, it's hard to have balance. Yeah. And, and I guess, so, so all of us on, on this platform are single right now. And it, I mean, is for where you've been married?
3: I have not, no.
1: Okay, well, it, it, well, it really don't matter. You're still in the dating game. Dating these days, I mean, is is a, is a lot harder than what I remember. You know, just in my early twenties, late twenties. This, I mean, trash. it's. You said it's trash. <laughs>
3: it's trash. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's well. It's trash. It's too much influence, influence, influence. On, on, on what your relationship should be and should look like and what you should do. You
3: and what's what the timeline of getting in a relationship should right. look like.
1: That uh, that too, that too. And, and, and I guess, I, I just hate the outside influences. I hate people telling women what, you know, what a relationship should look like for them. Have your, I mean, I think as women, you should have your own idea of what you want, how you want to love, who you want to love. And us as men too.
2: I was gonna say, don't leave the
1: man out because you all are influenced well, a lot. Well, of- well, so it's so I think it's a little more different for us because I will never go to Dre and, and tell Dre, "Hey, um, damn, Dre, she Sheen, fix your plate. Pff, you need to get rid of her." But, yeah. but, but, so, so, I had a, um, my friend today. She texted me and was like, um, "My fiance's birthday was today. I took his truck to the car wash and got it detailed." And my girlfriends laughed at me like that's a man's job. Why you taking to get? Why you taking his truck to get it a, get it a washed? A man's supposed to be taking truck taking your his truck and your car to get it washed or whatever else. But she she did that, you know, because she it's his birthday. She want to do something nice for him, and they were like that's a, a man supposed to be doing that stuff. Number one, she got the
2: wrong girlfriends. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot I- of these
1: women got the wrong girlfriends. Then, and
2: that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I, I have many friends I'm a social butterfly so I got a lot of friends mm-hmm. but I know which ones I wouldn't even tell certain friends I would not even told I did that I wouldn't even tell them that but I know the ones that I can because I know the ones that we we are on the same track we, we have the same mindset mm-hmm. and so you can't tell everybody everything misery loves company so if they mm-hmm. don't have a man they don't like you saying you do for your man they don't like that so you can't
3: tell everybody everything I don't even think as if they don't have a man because I have most of my friends are married, and I have one. I know one person who, even in her marriage, she would she would have said the same thing that that girl's friend said. Like, "What? That's I ain't doing that." She tried to tell one of our friends one time who um she was over here visiting the uh, another friend came by to visit, but she was rushing because she needed to go home and cook dinner for her husband. And this friend was like, girl, don't be rushing out of here to cook. He could, he could uh, fix his own food. And she was like, don't try to break up my happy home. I'm going home to cook my husband. Okay. And right. I just looked at her like, that's that's why y'all in the situation y'all in now. Right, right.
1: right. I salute that woman.
3: You you can't
2: tell, you just can't tell everybody everything. But right. um, this is what I want to say. Bridge. when you said something about you wouldn't go to Dre and ask him for, you know, advice on such and such.
1: I no, believe, no, no. I, I know, said I wouldn't tell him That his woman that that if his woman didn't fix his plate, he need he need to change. Yeah. I don't get on each other's
3: business. That's what it is. Right.
2: And that's what I was just about to say. I think the difference is I don't think you all tell each other your your just vent to each other that much about things that happen while you're in a relationship, unless it's real bad. When if y'all start talking about it, that means it's gotten to that point where. Y'all like, nigga, let me tell you what this, what's going on. Like, that means it's it's gotten to a point. A few things have happened. But what I will say, I think you all influenced each other with is the beginning, how to approach a woman, how to, that's why I think that you all influence each other the most. And I'm not even sure if you all realize it, but Mm -hmm. some of the things that men say to each other or comments that are made, it's about the pursuing of a woman or Mm -hmm. lack thereof. Or the you know that when you first meet and who, you know, it's, it's all that. I hear that a lot. I had an example today.
0: I think it all depends on on the relationship between between two men, because me and Red talk about anything, but mm-hmm. but it's longevity in that, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's true.
0: So it's, it's, it's different. But yeah. but you know, it, I will agree with you, majority, mm-hmm. majority, you know dudes might be like, yeah, well, I'm trying to bag her, blah, 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 but I'm gonna do this, do that. What you think I should do this, bro? I'm trying to, you know, yeah. So I agree with you.
1: And, and that yeah, And I want to add on to what Dre said because I 100% agree. It's 50-50 because uh, me and Dre can talk about any and everything, um, right. but, but we also, so the way, I'm not gonna say the way me and Dre met is kind of unconventional because it, it it is actually, our relationship, through through a woman. Yeah. Um and uh it is pretty you know, Right, right. So I he's respecting me enough to not put me in a situation to where it jeopardizes my relationship with with, with said woman. And, right. and then you know, a relationship that I was in, I put him in a position. I, I haven't put him in a position to where it jeopardizes anything that he got going on in his household to where, you know, I, I'm, you know, I fucked around, you know, on this one, I was dating, but Dre right. didn't have no knowledge of it. You know what I'm saying? So when it came down to it, it wasn't like, damn, Dre, you knew about this shit too. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but, but we, we do talk about certain things and then there's certain things that we, you know, I guess out of the respect factor or whatever else not to bring somebody else into that. We don't right. talk about that. So I, I agree with you 100%. It's that, that, I guess that fine line, that 50-50. Yeah,
0: that's,
2: that's what I see. I think that you all influence each other from the beginning, like when it, when it comes to that beginning and start how to start this thing.
1: hmm mm. okay. So b- back, back to uh, last week, um, so as as black women, Dating black men, um, or whatever. I'm I'm assuming black men. We're gonna go with these black kings because that's all y'all love. The black kings. I love these <laughs> black men. I love them. So, um, when when I guess uh, dating them and, and, and getting to know them, uh, adoring them or whatever. How however you want to put it. Um, getting them to to, to I guess uh, open up to you. You know, because us as black men and Drake can attest to it. We we don't open up to everybody. We don't share our feelings. We, we don't show vulnerabilities from the get-go. Um, how do y'all, I guess, jump that hurdle or, or let this man feel comfortable enough to where he can do that?
2: That, when you find out the answer to that, let me know because, mm. I mean, <laughs> that it just doesn't happen naturally and you may know that a man feels comfortable with you and and you know i've had men even tell me like i feel so comfortable with you i can talk to you about this this that and the other but they're still not giving you everything they're still not being completely vulnerable i i don't know i'm still trying to figure that one out
3: i in retrospect think that i have gotten that out of men more often than i initially recognized okay um I am like an open book. And I think that's something that people see in me very easily upon initially getting to know me. So my comfort with people has allowed for them to feel a little bit more comfortable with me. There, there are, I'm very vocal too. So mm-hmm. if I need something from you, if I need you to tell me how you're feeling, I will say that. And and I'll repeat it if I have to more than once. So I have either broken you down to the point where you tell me or there are some people like my most recent ex, we just kind of grew into like, I didn't really have to tell him, tell me what's going on. He just, we both started growing to that level of comfort together. Um, And and I, I think like you just said, you don't get everything from anyone. I don't expect everything because I feel like even in a marriage, you probably don't know a thousand percent of that person. And so I had to kind of check myself and humble myself to realize like, maybe, you know, you're. I share things very freely. Everybody's not like that. So maybe they're literally giving me the best that they have right now. So I've kind of changed my expectation in that aspect. But um, usually it just comes through con- constant conversation or a natural progression.
2: But see, I think in a marriage, you should. I think, that, I
3: that's, think what a should. Marriage, that's the difference between a marriage and just you probably should but you don't that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of things that should be there but they're just not and sometimes right. they are not to say that that's every marriage but but from things that i have heard and friends you know just kind of talking i think that everyone still well a lot of people mm-hmm. hold in a lot of things still and that was the part that's that's why i'm divorced now
1: so i got a two-part for you cc because you just said something so um because you jumped to marriage but can you really marry somebody without them showing that that softer side to you, or being, or 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 that vulnerability, or them sharing some some secrets that maybe nobody else has? And 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 also, um, is that something that you're giving to to these men as well? Are you telling them things that that maybe um your sister might not know, or somebody else might not know? You know what I'm saying? to, to where they can open up to you, and say, you know what, I feel comfortable talking to this person.
2: Yeah. Just like she said, she's an open book. I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. Um, and I do get some of, I'm not saying that they're just completely, they just have a bunch of walls up. I'm not saying that at all, mm-hmm. but I have definitely had the experience of, I know that there's more, but you're not letting me in and that's okay. But when it starts to affect everything, it's like, okay, you got to let me in or do something because I know it's something there. I know it's something that's going on. What's going on? It may have to do with me or not. It could be something from your past, but something is going on. You're not going to let me in? And I don't know. Maybe you're into something, Reg. Maybe it's something that I'm doing that's keeping that from happening.
1: Ooh, but, another um, toxic trait?
2: Another toxic trait. Oh my God, I'm revealing <laughs> all of my toxic traits. I don't know. And if it is, <laughs> if that is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I haven't, I haven't reflected on that one yet. But I I must say that I feel and it may be because I'm so open, I'm so open. So when I when I when you, if you give me eighty percent, I'm like I know. So when am I going to get that other twenty? Because I, I didn't give you one hundred and ten. So when am I going to get that other twenty? And I could I can tell I'm a very observant person, and um, I and I and I deal a lot with energy. I can feel energy very well. So I can feel when something is off, when something is wrong, and so if I'm not getting that, to me that's a sign to let me know. Okay, so I see where we are. If I'm not getting that, okay, that thank you for not giving it to me and letting me see that you're not giving it to me because that lets me know where we are. But if we're married, I need to get that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's how I just. That's what. That's why you get married. Well, Mm -hmm. that's why. That's why I would get married. That's my person. That's the only time I'm getting married. I ain't in no rush to get married for no other reason. That's gonna be my person. Mm. Don't know no, nobody know anything else about me or everything about me. That person will.
1: Okay. So, Dre, as, as far as I guess the answers, the, the vulnerability part, because I think Cece is a little more interesting. And, and that's just just because she said she hasn't had had that had that from men. Does it sound like she's not opening up as much to, to give, to give a man that, that I guess that leeway to, to feel a little more comfortable.
0: I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I think uh, just, just listening to it. The last thing, uh, uh, last thing, well, for me, in, in order for me to open up, the last thing I want to hear is, I mean, I listen to you and, I, and I I'll, um, you know, be that ear, that shoulder, whatever, and you know, if you want to be open and vulnerable with me. But the last thing I want, I want to do it on my time. So that gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give that ain't gonna work for me. That ain't gonna work for me. I'm, It's gonna, if, if anything, it's gonna shut me down. Like, you know, like, bro, calm down now. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously? You are hilarious.
3: <laughs> no, seriously,
0: don't shoot <laughs> <see it>. that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm
3: taking you seriously, but no, and crazy. I am too. I'm listening
0: to you. Funny. Yeah, because because you know you, you think about when it when it comes to and and not saying and not and not saying that a man's vulnerability is 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 more important than a woman. I'm not saying that at all. I can only speak on these sides. Tend to half that I walk in. You understand what I'm saying? So I know for me, in order for me to tell you the shit that I've been through. I got to be comfortable, and it can't be no pressure. Mm. And in this pressure, I'm gonna be like, "Why?" Oh, right. Then this shit gonna sound. Then I'm gonna make this shit sound like a movie. I'm, I'm talking about the love letter movie. After that, you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 so it sound like it's gonna like the Titanic after that. You feel? Me?
3: I learned yeah, that yeah. pressure in the last it. relationship. I, I learned that was one of my toxic things: pressuring someone, moving on my own timeline, and I'm like okay, I cannot, I'm not the only person in this relationship. I cannot expect everything to move on my time. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I never that. had a lot of patience, ever. I'm the baby of our family. I never really had to have patience. But, uh, old boy sat my ass down and had a real nice talk with me about that. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. So, yeah. I'm getting there. It's all we can do, man, one day at a time. It's
1: all we can do. I like that. I like that one, Dre. I like the answer. I like that. Yeah.
2: See, I gotta say this, Dre. Thank you for diagnosing me and all.
0: We gonna be all the way I'm,
2: together. But no, I'm, you you right,
0: huh? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Guess what? And this is the second time that I've ever talked to you, right? And you was like, "What other when I was like, <laughs> "Wait a minute. Is she talking to me? Well, I don't have <laughs> nothing to
1: give." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no! well thank you for that thank you i'm glad that you just pointed that out maybe i need to see that but i was i was just gonna say that
0: um
2: i don't know i maybe i'm at the extremes because it's like i either care or i don't it, okay. it, it's not
0: it's I no gray do, area can
2: work on that but i either care okay. or i don't so i i'm the type of person like I'm a vault so if you tell me something it's not going anywhere Mm -hmm. um and and I know that about me but I I understand that maybe everyone doesn't know that about me um Mm -hmm. and i and I also I'm non-judgmental and I'm working on being even more non-judgmental you know but Mm -hmm. because of that I feel like in my mind I know that you could tell me anything why don't you know and so it's like if I get told no too many times or because I don't pray, I'm, I'm, I'm not a nag. I'm not like, tell me, tell me, what is it? What is it? So I'm not like that. But if I know that I'm I'm opening up those doors and you don't walk in, I'm like, come on, they open. Okay, mm-hmm. forget it. Then it's just like, okay, I I either if they was open, now they shut. What? And I and I do have to work on that, but it's because it's because I'm so open. I'm such. I'm the person that I don't know. It's just—it's just hard to explain. But that—that's with certain people as well, because there are some people that you know. If I'm your ride or die, then it—it it doesn't even matter. I'm gonna give you time. You—you you know, all you gotta do is give me a look, and I'm like, I got you. Mm-hmm.
1: You
2: know. But I guess I'm talking about just meeting someone for the first time or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It-
0: I damn sure I ain't giving you shit the first time you meet me.
1: <laughs> Listen, let yeah. me
2: let me give you an example. Can but you, you gotta leave you them doors open.
1: Example? You gotta leave them doors open. Them doors can't close at any any time soon.
2: This is this example is not so much about telling some heart-wrenching story about you know some tragedy or anything like that. Uh-huh. Right. But it's about vulnerability, being vulnerable. Yeah. So case in point, today, somebody jumped in my inbox today and was like. That, and, and to help me understand please y'all make me understand when men will jump in your dms and say hello and that's it now this is a dude i don't know i don't know you from from adam i don't know you okay hello so i'm like oh, one of these so i'm like okay hello and then he's like how are you today so i'm like okay i'm fine because i'm just like get to the, what do you want i'm not gonna lie i'm like what do you want Get to the point. Say, what do you want? But anyway, he said, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm just at work. So I'm like, okay, is he trying to holler? Is he asking about the podcast? What is, what's going on? What are you doing? Like, get to the point. And I could tell that he was trying to tiptoe. And I'm just like, that to me, I'm be honest with you, right off the bat, you ain't my type.
1: You like aggressive.
2: Right, and I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm being honest with y'all because it's like, why are you tiptoeing? What do you want? But I kept going, he was cute, so I kept going. I'm like, so he said, I, yeah, I'm just working. So I was like, okay, that's nice. And I, I can't remember what I said. What did I say afterwards? Then he says, um, so why don't you tell me about yourself? That's what he said. <sighs> say something, make me understand. Make me understand.
1: I I can't knock another man's approach because uh, every man is different. Um, some of us are shy. Some of us aren't. Um, some of us are more up front than others. I mean, me, I'm a more upfront person. I'm not going to waste your time because I don't want you to waste mine. If I do happen to hop in your DMs, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, hey, how you doing? Um, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to let you know why I'm messaging you. Look, you caught my eye. Um I would like to know if I can get to know you a little better.
2: And that's what I'm saying. Where it
1: goes from there, or whatever else. Some, some men are not going to do that. Some men are going to be way more aggressive. But that's just me. I'm not going to waste your time.
2: And so, and that's what I'm saying. To me, even that is an example of not being able to be vulnerable. Because I feel like you don't want to put yourself out there and just say, hey, I'm interested in you. I'm Because I don't know, why are you messaging me, sir? You're wasting my time right now. Like, what do you want? And it's like, but then if I came at him like that, okay, then I'm, I'm a bitch, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's hard for us. Y'all don't understand, it's hard for us. It's like, I've done, you you approached me. Why, all you say to me is, hello, how are you? I'm like, how are you? I'm good, I'm at work. So mm-hmm. tell me about yourself. What, you, you approached me. That's that's That too is another level of vulnerability. That's, that's being vulnerable. right? So to me, that's why I say he's done right there. Cause you can't even be vulnerable enough to say, hey, I saw you, like you said, Reg, I'm interested in you. Like, you can't even be vulnerable enough to say that. You can't put yourself in the position to maybe be tar- rejected or you, you can't even do that. So it's like, you, if you can't do that, I don't know.
0: I wish.
1: You know, I, but I, I do think, and Dre might be, might be able to, to attest to this. I think we've, as men, we've all been there before, to where we we might have our approach to a specific woman might have been different, to where we we may have been a little shyer. I don't know. Shy. I mean, I, I've i yeah. myself, I found myself to where um um I have approached a woman and was straight up front like that before, and then another woman to where i was like oh i mean i need to figure out how i'm gonna come at her like i, I actually yeah, had to formulate some shit and put it together yeah. you know what i'm saying and then the time came and it was like oh what well what the fuck was i gonna... that's yeah. true.
2: i get it but i'm just saying I, I wanted to bring that up to bring up vulnerability and just how i'm i think i'm approachable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like if that's difficult for you so like when are you gonna get over this hump because to me, as soon as I say hello back and I said, how are you? You should see, like, let a wall down. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Because I guess I'm saying that to say it starts at the beginning. It starts at the very beginning.
1: Okay. So you responding is already you being semi, having some interest, I guess?
2: Do you know how many people I don't respond to? That's what I was
1: about to ask. So if you didn't yeah, uh, I don't respond, then-
2: at all. Okay. All right. Yeah. So and I, and I'm not going to even say just the hello. Maybe he the had hello, a pinky
1: okay, so toe in the door.
2: Right. If I say hello back, it's like, okay, hello back. And then I went as the, as far to say, I said hello back. He said, how are you today? I said, I'm good. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. I went so far. I could have just said I'm good. And because I have done that before too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Brie, help me out. If, we 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 get you all to understand what what we get coming at us.
3: So it's like in order to have you a filter random to- stuff more than me. I my I always tell my sister, my cousins, don't nobody ever try to talk to me. I'm like the invisible man. Like people don't even see me. So <laughs> when I do, when people do approach me, it's not usually like that. I don't get that. Um, and I get a I, my people approaching me is usually face to face. I don't get a lot of random DMs. I just don't but I also like you just saw I don't have a bunch of random people following me like you have more than that of course because of you know your podcast and everything but I have a little bit more patience than you do in that area um (laughs) yes I do she is way more dismissive than me so and and part of it is because I don't like now let's not get it twisted I will like cut somebody off for sure but I think it takes in this at this in at this point in life and in, in this day and age I think it takes a lot for a man to say something to a woman especially if it's something that he's typing to you that could potentially get screenshot. So oh I'm like I will take those <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Oh my god.
3: My men may be more careful in their approach if it's not a face to face contact because you got to be concerned about like she might oh. blow me up and shot this and posted it on her stories. Like get this fool out my DMs or something like that. Like so, I just I'm a little bit more considerate <laughs> in my responses to people. I my, did not my even thoughts. think
1: about that, but you are absolutely right.
3: It's just the reality.
1: And yeah, even, even with that, that, even with that, you, you, you got to be a little more sensitive because things are the the way we are moving in this world. Like everything is a harassment, and yeah. oh my god.
3: Can, not right to mention, that. i didn't think about that you're right crazy so like you say the wrong thing in the in the dm they they have the job like or you know somewhere my, where you are and, and see that's but that's
2: my point too that's why i'm not gonna give you a you want to tell me about yourself you yeah, called no, me. I'm not saying you could have poured
3: your heart out to him i'm just saying right. no
2: i'm just saying the the audacity of him you called me you jumped in my dm
3: not see i say tell I me about yourself I, you tell me about you I don't hear this story and think like, "Oh my God, this fool." I don't hear that. I just no, I hear not hear, fool, but it just to me that is that is a process of elimination. That it's like
2: you okay. Now, now, I cannot. I will honestly say, he did not eliminate himself yet, because when when he said, "You," so tell me about yourself. I said, "Well, you know what? You initiated the conversation. Tell me about yourself," and he did. He didn't give me to run around, he did, so I have mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of crap him up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I i gotta see that you're willing. Is what What do you want? What's going on here? And y'all, guys, we have to be careful because so many men are just out there just looking for y'all know what they're looking for.
1: Mm, tell me, but <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. I mean, they're
2: looking for a hookup, and I don't do hookups, so it's like no that's why you're here. You know, I we gotta eliminate them quickly. You gotta, right. you gotta, you know, have like the net in the pool and, and get out all the all the garbage and see what they do. No, what they do? They try. They try to see if you're gonna hook up. let to
0: see if you don't. I'm, I'm, just, kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just
3: kidding. Yeah,
0: so, no, I see. I, think,
1: I think. Right, but um, so to close this out, uh, I think we got we got two more questions for y'all and okay, whatever Dre got, um, and this is I guess going off for last week. So um, dating dating a black man and looking for a black man. I guess what what um. How do you feel that you can make his life, well, a black man? Because because we we know what black women go through, we know what black men going through, but we're speaking on black men because you two date black men. So what can he look forward to or, or what is it that you can do or you feel you can do to make his life easier as a black man in America?
3: That's a good question. Britt? Um, I mean, for me, I try to be, and I've been told that I have been a um, place of like comfort and safety. Um, Like I said, I have experienced vulnerability in a man. And so I I have a ridiculous amount of patience when it comes to men now, as far as just trying to understand them and learn them. Luckily, the relationships that I have had in my past, the men have been very vocal with me about them and their thought processes and, you know, why men do the things that they do. So, and I have a lot of male friends. So I feel like I understand that process a lot. So I, I think that I know that, you know, I'm, I'm very patient with men and, um, I have a very nurturing soul. So that in itself is not even an effort that I put forth. It's just who I naturally am. Um, so I think that those are the biggest two and probably the most important at this point. I don't really have like, and this probably is toxic, honestly. I don't really have a type. I look for personality traits. I don't necessarily look for, oh, you got to have a fade or you can't handle dreads or nothing like that. So like, I'm very um, open to someone's style or look if the personality is there.
0: Mm.
3: So I think- acceptance is big
0: all
3: that's right.
2: dope. yeah yeah and i would say a lot of what she said as well i i the number one thing is that i'm not judgmental um and then when you talk about just in this world with everything happening absolutely the number one thing i could say that Bree just said is i'm nurturing and i know we got that honest from our mother like I, i'm a nurturer i'm and i just that's just my default. That's what I go to. Um, and I get it. I'm always going, I'm always trying to understand before I try to be understood. And not just, we have to do that because we, we see what's going on. Um, and we know that the world is against y'all. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we got to have each other. That's why I said, I, I, I have to have my person. You got to be that person. I'm going to be your person. You got to be mine. And so I know that I have that to offer, which is why I am as picky as I am. And I am as dismissive as I am. Because I, if I'm like, I know, I know what this is worth. And I got you. You can't get that out to everybody. Yeah. This don't come a dime a dozen.
0: You bet on Black.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> this don't come a dime a dozen. So it's like, right, I, I have to
3: be... It would be I so
2: much.
0: I- if you know what, you know, and I get it, that's probably not a, a, a term that because I, I use that term for everything down there, but it, it has so many meanings. You know what, Rich, if a motherfucker would come here and say it because I bet on me,
1: you know, I would say, hmm? <laughs> Case closed, got you. Yeah. You know what, <laughs> ladies, I, I did lie. We, have, I have more than two, but they're not gonna be <laughs> long though. This, this but, is
2: good. I'm enjoying
1: it. <laughs> um, uh, Dre, what was that question that you asked Nisha? Um, what was it? Uh, what is what is what does she have to offer a man? Yeah,
0: like like yeah. So well well so here, here's the thing. I I won't. I can't. So they made it hard for us, Rich. They put these two nice young women. They put us in the Cobra Clubs because they weren't, They listen, they said all the right shit. So so no, and the reason why I'm saying it is because at the end of the day, and, and shout out to Nisha, my girl, my dog. However, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily question. It, the questions weren't necessarily set up to be like, you know, jump on her. but as men, shit was like, huh? wait a minute, huh? hold on, wait a minute, you know what I mean, so you know what I'm saying, it, 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 it really was, so you know, but, but, but honestly, y'all are giving it, y'all, you two are are really giving it from both sides, of the so, so that question really just answered it, you know what I mean, like you, you just really answered it, so uh, hey,
1: I got nothing, okay, <laughs> okay. Got nothing. okay, okay, all right, Here's, here's one that, that we stumbled on last week, real quick. And uh, I think, uh, actually, I got a lot of um, comments about this one, um, um, as far as in marriage, and Bree, I know you haven't been married, but hopefully, no, not hopefully, you will be married one day. We are gonna speak that into existence.
3: If, if the marriage license has an expiration date, I'm on. Yes. Here. Bingo,
1: you, you know go. they talked
3: about
2: that last
1: week. There <laughs> you go. Oh, you do!
0: Oh, you, you know.
1: do homework. Okay, yeah, yeah, homework. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there we gosh. go. So oh, let right. let let let's hear, let's hear, let's hear it.
0: I told you, man, they do too. I, look,
1: man, I'm tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Bree?
3: I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be responding to
1: something? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Should should a marriage license should should a marriage come with a? I guess a renewal date, a re-update, like a like a contract.
3: I think it should. Okay. And, and as an unmarried person, I, I am. I still don't know if I want to be married. I know that I want a, a commitment from someone.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, but I also know that as a human, I'm not made for just one person. Like, if I was supposed to stay where I'm, where I'm at all the time, I would have roots and not feet. Mm. Like at some point, I'm supposed to be able to walk away. And not the <laughs> thing that I
1: have. Who to are to you? To, Who are you? Me? <laughs> Who oh, right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My
3: response to a lot of th- Why y'all laughing? What did I miss?
1: Talk, like, they talk they your shit. Up.
0: They no. cracking
1: up. Talk your shit. Go ahead. Talk, talk. Hey, talk your shit
0: okay. on this motherfucking podcast.
3: Talk your shit. <laughs> you so talk funny. your shit. Unfortunately, my response to a lot of bullshit is like, you know, the fight or flight. Sometimes I fight but most times I'm taking flight. So I just feel like nothing else that we do in our lives isn't that permanent. Like you could get out of so many other things without the repercussions of the same aspects of divorce. So you got to renew your driver's license. You have to renew so many things, your teacher's license. If you are a nurse, you got to take that RN test every couple of years. Like why wouldn't we reevaluate as people who evolve and we change and we grow and why wouldn't we reevaluate our commitment to each other? Mm. I think they should be and, and that's something that you know if both parties don't agree then we we'll won't even need to get married because my biggest fear for it, like I, I really don't know if I want to be married because I just feel like I don't know if I want to be stuck with somebody what if I don't like you anymore okay.
0: my dog my dog said if I was supposed to be my, if I was supposed to stay where I was I would have roots instead of feet that's probably the coldest line I've heard this motherfucking year man <laughs> Though, like. It's the <laughs> truth, but
3: I ain't never heard that. I, man, I, I'm gonna
1: put that within in my toolbox, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that mm. definitely not it, mean, I ain't never know, heard that, man. All right. Not an so,
3: original. So listen, I, have
1: heard it. I I think Cece, go ahead. I think think she's gonna give us the other aspect of Okay, okay. It.
2: No, yeah, actually, I, I can't give you the other aspect because I believe the same thing. I so here's the thing. Well go go ahead, ahead, because I I'm all up on something else, but I absolutely, if marriage had a, or if the marriage license had an expiration date, I probably would be married now.
1: You said you would or wouldn't?
2: I probably would because I would would be willing to try it. I'm going to tell you something and I'm trying to make this as as short as, as possible. But one of the things in in my marriage that became an issue was in 2012. There were I lost two very important people in my life. I lost my grandfather and my grandmother, mm. and my brother had a horrible accident, and he's still here with us. But it was just a scary accident that he had in 2012. Um, but my, my grandmother and my grandfather, they were like, well, my grandmother was in her 80s, my grandfather was in his 90s. And it showed me two things. Life is short, but you could also live till you 93. Because Papa was what, 93 when he passed away? And I, at the time I was 40. And I was like, what if I live till I'm 93? That's 53 more years with this motherfucker, what? That's a long time. That is a long... People don't understand how long forever is.
0: Man. Chris say forever is a mighty long time. Man, forever,
2: ever? Forever, ever? That's a yeah. long time.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And so it made me say, I don't know if I want to do this forever. Did I want to yeah. do it at some? Absolutely. Did I want to do it while I was doing it? Absolutely. I was meant to do that. But forever? For 50... What if I live until... I'm as old as Papa, I'm 93. I gotta do this for 53 more So the expiration date makes so much sense to me. Uh-huh. Not because I'm gonna be waiting around on that expiration date, uh-huh. but because how about every time when it's time for renewal, we might say, so, you know, let's have that conversation. We gonna renew this or not? Or how about this? Maybe we don't even have to have the conversation because when he see that it's almost time for renewal, He's gonna be like, let me start working on this shit she's been complaining about. Let me get this together. And I don't care if it takes him every single time it's time for renewal. At least I'm getting it that every five years he's working on it. He's trying to get better. Okay. If I said year year two, like, hey, baby, I want a bigger house. Or let, let's not even make it anything materialistic. Hey, baby, I want to go out more. I just I like going out. You know that's my release. You know that's my love language. We'd never go to the movies. Can we at least just go to a movie? And he year two, he like, okay, you know, he dragging his feet. Year four, when he know next year it's time to renew that. Maybe he like, you know what? Let's do something big. Let's Plan do for this. that
1: contract.
2: Let's do it, you know. And that might make me renew. And I don't care. I don't care if it means he's gonna do that every time a year before the renewal. At least I'm gonna get it then.
1: You know, Joyce you know said that last week. Jason, they said he'd think it will be a uh, lot less divorce. than. Yeah, I do. I do.
2: I, oh, absolutely <laughs> it would. I would be married now if it did. And I'm going to say this too. I've said this before. Every other relationship that I have in my life that I, we were talking about love and loyalty. Mm-hmm. Every other relationship that I have in my life that I, the people that I love, the people that I'm loyalty to, I don't have a contract for that. My mm-hmm. sister, who is on the line right now. Talk I am 100% committed to her. I'm 100% loyal to her. We did not have to sign a contract.
0: My Probably. sorority sisters, yeah. I'm
2: 100% certain ones, committed to.
0: Mm.
2: I, I, we didn't have to sign a contract to say, hey, I'm going to be there for you whenever. I'm yeah. just there.
1: So you just opened up a whole can of worms that I, I want to ask this one question real quick before we get on. We ain't going to mm-hmm. make it longer. But um, so... If you was to meet a man that is that wants to be with you for the rest of your life and that was reciprocated from you you felt the same way but he wasn't necessarily sold on marriage but you already know hey this man's gonna be there I'm gonna be there for him we've we dated long enough do do you have to do does he have to put a ring on it or do Let me y'all have tell you have I have to get the certificate this marriage certificate.
3: He needs to, to, <laughs> need to be loyal to me. What'd you say?
1: As long as he's loyal to you.
2: Listen, you. I'm going to be honest with you. You said it kind of backwards when it comes to me. Because maybe I'm not the one that's sold on marriage. It's okay. not always the woman that wants to get married. Okay. So I'm going to say this. Ooh, I'm about to go there. I'm about to go there. Mm. I got this. I got this. So I have been in a situation before where i was committed to someone you know Mm -hmm. and and when i say commit i mean mentally emotionally and Mm -hmm. and i they were committed to me and that that conversation of marriage came up Mm -hmm. and i told that person why don't we get married when we like 60 why don't we wait till then and he was like why why would we wait i'm like why would we rush well like what's the rush? we like i to me, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, I do want to get married again one day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I am so good at getting married at 60, 62. So why? Because I see my parents now, they're there for each other. I get it. I get it. I get I get the difference that it makes when it comes to finances and medical, you know, issues and all. I get it. But I I, I just I don't right now I'm good. I could be committed to you without that. And that's, yep. oh my God, y'all, y'all just don't know. On my podcast, I talk about this so much that sometimes I feel like I have to smooth things out and, and kind of tell people, I'm not against marriage because I sound like, I know sometimes it can sound like I'm against it. I'm not against it. I'm not yep. against it. But I just feel like I don't need it to be committed. And I don't believe you, another, a man needs to be married to me to be committed to me.
1: Okay. I mean, I Mm. just
2: think, I think if you got to, you got to trust something, you got to trust something, you got to have faith and you got to have that confidence that I'm the shit. So if you, if you're not giving your all, if you're not all in on this, that's your fault.
1: So that goes back to what Drake said. That's your
2: fault. And guess what? Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just. I, I don't need that. And I, I'm, but I'm gonna tell you. I don't think a lot of men and and Reg. I don't know if you remember this but You and I talked about this. I don't think a lot of men believe women when because not a lot of women say this. But I don't think when a woman says, "No, I don't." I'm not saying I don't want to get married, but I'm not in a rush to do that. They don't believe. I, I'm telling y'all the experience I've had. They don't believe
3: me. They I would agree with me. that. I. I, I I don't know. What was the original question? Y'all know I've been over here drinking. <laughs> it was
2: what was oh, you, right
1: had you had to answer. We we was talking about um if if uh if the if, if a man was like, hey, let's just take our time or whatever else. Um, oh, yeah. I don't necessarily believe we need a piece of paper to say that we are gonna be together forever.
3: I agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't think it's it's not necessary. I mean, I just I can't imagine, I've never felt like I want to marry somebody. Mm-hmm. So I cannot imagine that feeling and I can't imagine why that would change, like what that would change, other than like mm-hmm. now I'm really actually legally stuck with you. So mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. Listen, ladies, I appreciate y'all. This this is actually have been a great episode. If Dre don't have nothing, I don't have nothing else. <laughs> but you know, y'all, y'all have this last one, I think uh, when I do find a woman I entertain and start dating, I think I'm going to throw that marriage talk in there early to see where she where she stands. Like, hey, how do you feel about marriage?
2: You have to. Early. You have to. And I'm going to tell you something else, Reg. Don't be afraid to tell your truth. Like, if you really ain't feeling that, be honest. Because the last thing you should do, because the last thing you should do is kind of say what you think she wants to hear, because she might be feeling the same way. I'm gonna tell you uh, this, is and I'm gonna end on this: if some of us would put down the Facebook and the Instagram and really think about this shit for real, <laughs> you wouldn't be on that. If you, for, if you really think about it for real, you uh-huh. would not. You want to think about reality listen to the people who have been together for years and then they've been together for 15 years and they get married and then now all of a sudden they broke up what
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: i'm telling you it's something to that and it's all mental it's all mental
1: yeah
2: and again i just have to keep i have to reiterate i'm not against marriage uh-huh. but i could get married in 12 years and be good right I could get married in 10 i say 10 12 years and be and be good and i say 12 okay. years because i'm 47 okay and so it's like I always say You're good looking
1: 47
2: well, even, thank though you. I even I, though I don't that. even
1: know what that means because I don't subscribe to that because I don't put age with numbers
2: well thank you I appreciate it well, that, well, well, well
1: looks, that. looks with numbers I'm sorry because people yeah, like, okay. I look now, good to be 55 like like, at
2: 60, 60 I'll be retired I'm good mm-hmm. you know well, I could get married then because then I want my me and my person to mm-hmm. be you know have each other
1: listen I'm I'm not going to hold y'all but I, I definitely ain't gonna tell y'all how my co-hosts feel about social media and <laughs> the, the relationship for it just anything with social media. I mean that's that's a whole nother topic. Right. But um but but Brie, go ahead and plug yourself, sweetheart. Who are plug you? Plug
3: myself. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 Can I can I tell them what your hobby is, Brie? Or no, you don't want me to do that. Yeah, matter no of fact, I'll,
1: yeah, I'll matter fact we are we don't we let we don't let big sis plug you go ahead because
2: i gotta i gotta brag on, i gotta brag on my sister for a minute um she just does this as a hobby but that that's how we are things that we love to do we we all into it. we love to do it we're not looking we're not looking to have a light shining on us you know like that mm-hmm. but she um i don't she's a crafter she's a crafter and, and i know that sounds like a crafter that sounds like something a 75 year old white woman will be doing that. But that's how traditional we are. We're traditional. We're we're old fashioned. And she's a crafter. She makes the most beautiful T-shirts, um, mm. like table. What she makes like, everything. She's making products for people, and she does such good work. You would think it came out of a factory. And this talk, is all we we all. She got that from straight from our mother, who what is was and is a seamstress. Like. She just does. Y'all should see some of the stuff she does, and she's so good with it. And she says it's not a business. I know it's not a business, but her hobby just is is awesome. <laughs> but that's because she's passionate about it, and she puts her all into it.
1: We're looking for somebody, somebody to, uh new to do our unapologetic merch, Bree. We might need to talk. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah, I mean, I, everything that I have done, um, I've is on my IG, so you know, check it out. Go through.
1: Oh, how uh, can, I can they find you?
3: you? Well, I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm just talking to you to right. you and Dre. Uh but if if I must now my page is private so I do screen the hell out of people before I allow them to follow me and get all in my mix. But my uh my Instagram mm. is um underscore b r e t a g n e which is French for Brittany. Most people pronounce it Bretagne. It's It's Britney. Um, but you know, I I post everything there. I have it's it's like pop-up shop season in Cleveland right now. So I have been like like crazy working like clockwork. Um, my true passion is interior decorating, which is not my full time job. I actually I work for government local government, but um yeah, I'm into heavy into crafting and making. I like to call it making shit. People ask me, what you doing? I'm making shit. Okay. So yeah.
1: All right, CC. Uh,
2: yes, you can follow me at Come and Talk to CC. That's C O M E A N D T A L K T O C E E C E E on Ooh. Instagram. You know that girl one that's spelling B. Eh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, listen. Yes, go go um subscribe and listen. She has a uh, she has good content. Dre, big dog. Look, well,
0: first, first off, thank you two lovely ladies for coming on, man, and 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 giving that giving that 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 potion out, man. Giving mm-hmm. that, I can't stop fucking smiling, man. Y'all filled me up today, man. Shit, I'm about to <laughs> sleep through tonight. No, I'm about to
2: see a black man smile.
0: Well, see, seriously, man, because you know we already talked about it, but anyway. Thank y'all so much, man, for giving giving insight and you know, telling your truth. You know what I'm saying? Like it, we unapologetic on, on the show. And uh we I could tell that uh you know y'all not out here selling wolf tickets. And for that, uh we we appreciate it. Um but as far as I go, you already know, man. Shout out to the family. Uh shout out to you know the great state of North Carolina, man. Shout out to my poo-poo that turns eight tomorrow.
1: Happy I love birthday. you very,
0: very, 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 very much. She hit my pockets a little bit. She gonna hit my pockets some more, but it's all good. So it's all, it's all mm-hmm. part of it. Uh, and uh shout out to our listeners, man. Like, share, and subscribe, please, if you will. And uh just understand that uh we we understand over here and I'm apologetic that uh, mental health is real. So with that being said, if you have an issue. Um, no, myself or Reg or C.C. or, uh, brief of that matter, no, none of us are uh, subject matter experts or professionals into in the mental health field. But if you do need help, I'm pretty sure that all of us will do our damage to point you in the right direction. Uh, you can mm-hmm. tap in with us on uh, the Unapologetic Podcast page or you can tap in with me, um, NSG underscore no and I'll get you the help you need.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us. Um, I like to give a shout out to all our listeners and um, hopefully to the come and talk to see listeners too as well. I mean, I'm sure y'all will come over and, and listen and uh, listen to some of these keys and jewels that her and uh, Bree dropped. This week. Um, <laughs> we definitely appreciate it, ladies. Thank you um for for coming, and I, I definitely um enjoy this episode. I think this is. This is one of them episodes right here. This is a great one. It's like up. and then I cut time short actually because we we own like a, we, yeah, we, we
2: could have went on. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can keep talking. I mean, this you guys
2: are easy
3: to
1: talk good. to. I have to thank yeah. you
3: for that. Thank you for
1: allowing, allowing
3: us to be vulnerable as well. I, I have a side note. I'm trying to drag her to Atlanta with me on the fourth of June. And she's like, oh, I got so much to do. But just FYI, we may or may not be near. Bre, and, uh, if, you come,
1: if y'all come, but how down, close listen, are you all to Atlanta? Listen, we're gonna exchange numbers after this, and and, and remind me soon when we end this, Dre and Bree. I got to tell, I got to give y'all a quick story of how me and Cece met. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I got to give y'all the story. But yeah, yeah, if y'all do come, let let us know. Absolutely, yeah. um, that's right up that's right up the road. But um, um, like I was saying, hey, listen, everybody, thank you, thank you for tapping in with us. Um, Thank you for being on us with this ride and listening to us. Um, um, 38 episodes, and you know, we still going. Um, we appreciate all the love and support. Um, as always, we're unapologetic, we're unfiltered. Tune in next week. And like Dre said, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. We out. And- know what it is thanks for listening to another episode of
0: unapologetic the podcast don't forget to share like and subscribe you better follow me